back with you and we're excited to talk about the seven deadly carbs. Now, here's the thing. If you have been with us for a while, this might be like, oh, this is so easy. Why back to basics. Super back to basics. But here's the thing. If you've been with us for a while and you're true keto, take a second and listen in and just think, oh my gosh, look how far I have come. Because honestly, if you're like me, you've probably forgotten a little bit because I do. I sometimes think, oh, I should be doing this better. I don't really track my macros very often. I, I tell myself, because I'm a high achiever, I tell myself what I can be working on, what I can do better. And then I go to someone's house that has a pantry that looks like mine used to look. Mm. In fact, actually, um, I just saw a picture from a couple years ago, and I saw my pantry, and I mean, it was sodas. Like, not just enough to fit in the fridge, but on standby in case we ran out of them in the fridge. I had Right, sodas. it's like the reverse of the, pa the toilet paper <laughs> thing, right? Like, we can't run out of soda. I mean, this is top priority. Exactly. So I had sodas in there, chips, cookies, all the things. All the staples. All of the sugar <laughs> cereal was huge in my life. And I didn't just eat one bowl. I, for m decades of my life, ate three bowls of cereal every morning. More sugar, the better. And sometimes if I didn't have enough sugar, I just sprinkle some more sugar on there. I am not even kidding. So sometimes I forget how far I've come because I see where I want to go. And if that's you and you've been with us for a while, take a minute and think back. Oh my goodness, this used to be how I would eat. And these used to be things I needed to eliminate that you've probably already eliminated. Right. So like celebrating those little victories along the way and kind of looking back to reflect, oh my gosh, not eating these certain things now has become a habit. Because when you first try to eliminate things out of your diet, like sugary cereal that used to be a staple in your diet, you're like, what do I replace it with? And it's hard. It's intentional. But when you keep at it, it becomes very habitual. And you don't think about those things anymore. So you can set new goals and work toward those. Yeah. And that makes me think, you know, a lot of times working with the groups that we work with, people will fall off and be so discouraged. Like, I can't believe I just had a cheat night. To which I say, hey, you're probably like me. And my, I had cheat years, right? I mean, it, I didn't even feel like a cheat because that's what I ate every single day. And in talking about sugar cereal, I'm thinking, you know, a couple of years ago when I first started and started eliminating some of these obvious carbs, these seven deadly carbs, I quit eating sugar cereal, but still like once every couple of weeks, I'd be like, oh, I just need it. And I'd buy a box. And then it was once every couple months. And then it was just on vacation. And now we're actually just came back from a trip together and it never even crossed my mind to buy sugar cereal because we do intermittent fasting. Like I don't even eat breakfast. And if I were going to, it would not be a box of, you know, what? Sugar cereal. Sugar cereal. <laughs> All right. So you may have guessed that one of the seven deadly carbs is cereal. And the funny thing is, it's not just the cereal that's real sugary that we want you to avoid. Like, I mean, most of us know any of those brightly colored, frosted <laughs> things with like sweetened marshmallows on top. We all pretty much know those aren't really a healthy choice. But what do you think about oatmeal or the other cereals that are touted as mm -hmm. heart healthy? Granola. So yeah, it's not just the cereals that look bad. It's the ones that look healthy and that are advertised as healthy that can really get you in a pinch with your carb count. Um, so a lot of us might not ever get to the point where we're strict keto, where we're trying to keep it under 20 net carbs a day. But I encourage you just to go into your pantry, pick out the cereals that you're eating, the oatmeal, whatever it is, even if you think it is healthy. Check out what the carb content is and see, is that really where I want to spend my limited amount of carbs? Yeah, that's a great point. So cereal is the first one and one that really speaks to my heart as a former um, cereal addict. Next is just like straight sugar, you all. I mean, you know, it's the things that when you eat, you say to yourself, 
I shouldn't be eating this. Or you might say it out loud. Um, I mean, candy. Candy is a huge culprit. And one, you know, I was really a sugar addict for many, many years. And candy was a huge weakness of mine. Every Thanksgiving, Easter, I mean, I just ingested a lot of candy. A lot. Um, I mean, I, I have said on here before, I was a binge eater. Um, you know, I had, I was bulimic for years. So I would, I could eat many, many candy bars in one sitting. And um, I mean, when I think now of how much sugar that is, and then how surprised I was when I started having health issues after living on a high, high sugar diet for many years and literally having days where I would just eat candy for lunch and not anything that had any wholesome value. Yeah, and I would encourage you, kind of like with the cereal, like most of us know candy's not a good, healthy choice. I didn't even know. I really didn't. You just didn't care, <laughs> right? But most people know, okay, candy's not the healthiest choice. But then we go down the health food aisle and we think, ooh, this protein bar or this like meal replacement bar, this is great for me or this granola is great for me. Check your labels, people, mm -hmm. because you will be surprised. A lot of those things that are masquerading as health food really not much different than a candy bar. Yeah, trail mix is a huge one. And honestly, now I couldn't just eat straight candy like I used to, but trail mix is still something that I will, like that's kind of my treat if I'm traveling or doing some kind of a cheat. And it does the, the calorie content and it does make me sad. But the people that I'm around laugh that I say that like trail mix, like, oh, I'm, I'm cheating. So this is my, you know, I'm having some trail mix. Um, but because it is so high in carbs. Yeah, we just really have to be careful consumers because manufacturing companies, they are marketing to people who are trying to make good health choices, but they aren't always being our best advocate. Like you have to be your own best advocate. You have to read and understand those labels. Okay, so we had cereal, then just like straight sugar. Which... Oh yeah, with sugar before we go past that, like... Think about sodas. I used to be a big soda drinker. Those those are empty calories, empty carbs. And not only are they pretty terrible for you, they leave you wanting and craving more. So when you have one, have you ever thought, gosh, I can't just eat just one or I can't just drink just one? There's a reason. Yeah, there is an actual physical scientific reason. Like it cues your body to want more of the same thing. So breaking a soda habit can be very difficult. Or a coffee habit, like a fancy coffee habit. Some of those have a surprising amount of carbs and calories. Mm -hmm. All right, so those are the first two. And the next is pasta. So what's interesting about pasta, so for me, I am really strict gluten-free because I have celiac. And um, we somewhere we got gluten-free pasta. I don't know why it showed up at my house because I didn't buy it. Um, but somehow it appeared in our house. And um, my daughter was like, oh, we should make this. This would be a really healthy meal. And I was like, no, I'd, I'd probably rather do spaghetti squash or something like that. And she's like, what do you mean? It's gluten-free. It has to be healthy. Um, so I think just like Rebecca's talking about how different companies will market to what you think is like a healthy term, gluten-free, yes, is a healthier option. But just because something's gluten-free does not mean that it's low-carb or actually good for you. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Now, there are a lot of great alternatives that are healthy for you for pasta. You can do spaghetti squash, like Bridget mentioned. Um, I'll do zoodles, which are like spiralized zucchini. Um, those are great options. And I've actually found, actually this past week, I made pasta for my husband. He loves pasta. So we'll do that often like once a week. And so I made it for him, but then I took the low-carb spaghetti sauce and the meat. I just put it on a plate with some ricotta cheese mm -hmm. and some shredded Parmesan cheese. And I ate it like that. And it was amazing. I didn't miss the pasta at all. Like that to me is the part that tastes good and it's, it's good for you. And I just avoided the pasta. Hmm, nice. Good tips. Um, okay. So next is potatoes. And it is interesting. Um, 
as we talk about this, I just think about conversations that I've had in the last week. And um, I saw someone on a post say, oh, I just started low carb. And they had a picture of a roast with potatoes and carrots. And I was like, nope. <laughs> Surprise, guys. I'm sorry. Potatoes are not low carb. Also, a trick that you might not realize is sweet potatoes also are really high in carbs. Yes, they're a better option than white potatoes, 